Welcome to Copy Chief Radio. I'm your host, Kevin Rogers. This is the show where you hear directly from all the experts at copychief.com how to write better, sell more, and have a greater impact using the power of your words. Let's do it. Kev Rogers here. Thanks for tuning in. Got my good friend and labels I could put on this person. Copywriter, high-level copywriter, copy voice expert, amazing project management expert, along with her fiancé, Casey. They've kind of revolutionized how freelancers go about managing their projects now. A woman of many hats, not, to, not, not the least of chainsaw instructor. <laughs> for Team Rubicon, please welcome my good friend Abby Woodcock. What's up, Abby? Hey, you make me sound like some kind of superstar. You like are. It. I, it just occurs to me. It's like I don't even know how to describe you. It's like <laughs> I, I love saving the uh, the the chainsaw instructor, though. It's like people are already impressed, and then I add that in, and then there's just head tilts <laughs> like a puppy. Like, what? Who is this woman? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh, That's gosh. awesome. So your website, onlifeandwriting.com. So much you could learn from Abby over there. If you're not signed up, you got to be on her list. You got to peruse her blog. Certainly download her, her voice guide. She's hired by very high-level marketers, famous ones that we all know and follow to help their team write in the voice of that expert. So, But today what we're going to talk about is something we both learned recently, a process called copy boarding. And you may have heard of this. It's kind of floating around our industry a little bit. It's from Joe Schriefer, who is head of financial copy at Agora. And to give you some perspective, this is a company who launches a new campaign every five to seven days, okay? So I don't think there's probably another company on earth is actively pursuing conversion and you know, pumping out big ideas to their customer base, their audience, than Agora. And Joe Joe is responsible for the financial copy over there. And his he and his team generated $140 million in revenue last year. So obviously, he says they, they wrote over a million words of copy. <laughs> Incredible. And, and so... Because there's such amazing volume over there, they've developed a process called copyboarding. And think of it as like sort of storyboarding like you'd see in a movie script. And they take the big idea of a, of a sales letter of a camp, an ad campaign and they run it through this process called copyboarding. And he invited Abby to come on. He taught this for Copy Chief. It's now a training inside of Copy Chief. It's only the third time he's ever shared it outside of Agora offices. So we were really excited. And it was the most in-depth he'd ever gone, Abby, you know, teaching people the copyboarding process. Yeah, it was. I was. I felt so privileged to, to have, you know, been a part of that. And for him to do that to a letter that I was working on, it was no, it was insane. It was really a game changer for me. Yeah, and you're someone with a lot of experience. And it's interesting because I asked the community, everybody had a chance to submit their ideas to Joe, and I wanted Joe to choose. And he was most excited about yours because it had a very clear big idea, and also he was familiar with the niche and and the expert you were writing for. 
who was Lee Bellinger. Right. And, and so ultimately, that's why he chose you. And I know he's really glad he did because you're a pro. And so one caveat, I, I'm not going to give away Joe's entire process here. It's, it's proprietary to him. It's a five-step process, super simple. I'm going to focus on one of the steps. I want to just present this caveat. You can do this step that Abby and I are going to go in depth on a little bit here without having a perfect big idea. But understand that the difference with Agora is that they are in the idea business. You know, like they will tell you, we're not doing every single thing we could perfectly. But the reason we're a billion dollar company is because we focus on ideas. And so you need to have a big idea and and a really compelling big idea behind your offer for this to work well. So that's step one. I'll tell you steps one and two. Step one is, you know, present your big idea. Step two now and this is what we did with Abby, is objections. And so this is really cool because you present your big idea for the product and then you have a group of folks, typically other copywriters, and everybody just shouts out the top of mind objections they would have to this offer. And Abby, that's what we did with you. So we're going to talk, Abby's, we guess this is going to be sort of a case study, Abby talking about her big takeaways, how this you know, getting all these objections, a barrage of them <laughs> helped her think about the copy. And But Abby, can we start by sharing the big idea behind this product? Sure. Yeah. So it was a solar powered generator. So your your house loses power and, you know, this, this generator can help power your house. So the big idea was basically that weather patterns, I think Joe called it a, a prediction copy or something like that, which they do a lot in the financial world too. Basically, weather patterns are ripe for a lot of natural disasters this year. And so you need to be protected. And the answer is this solar power generator. So yeah, so we had the big idea pretty much set. That was part of the negotiations that I'd had with the client was how I was going to approach this sales letter. So so the big idea was was pretty solid and we were pretty happy with moving forward with it. It was just as usual, the rest of the copy that was, okay, now now I'm looking at a blank page with maybe an idea for a headline. Where do I go from here? So that's where I found the copyboarding just was so useful in, yeah. in going from blank page to, you know, to a sales letter. Yeah. And so why this is so valuable is, and by the way, if you were to ever write for Agora, the, the process is, They'll want your big idea first, and that's what you'll spend you know, a good amount of time back and forth getting just right. And once everybody's agreed on the big idea, things move much more quickly from there. Then you send in you know, five or ten headline ideas, and after a headline's approved, then you send in, I think it's the first, like 200 words of copy. Right. And, and once that's approved, you're off and running. And so what's so interesting here is – well, Abby, you were saying before we started recording here that tell us why it, it was so valuable to you, because this is a letter you had already written right. and then brought through this process. Yeah, so the letter was written and live, and it was doing well, but I, uh, it's about a year long it's been running, and so it's about the time where I wanted to tweak it and improve it. And there was a couple places in the sales letter, like there usually is, I think, where it just didn't feel right. I but I couldn't really justify in my mind why 
I was feeling that way about those sections. And then as we ran it through the copyboarding process, it made it really clear why those sections weren't working. And it was that it wasn't the object when we talked about the objections, it wasn't the objections that that my audience was having. And so it was almost like filler copy. The points that I made were were good and the writing was good, Mm -hmm. but it didn't really add anything to the sales letter. So it made it really clear where, where I should cut and where I should even add. There was some, some objections that I missed. And I just love any kind of process that breaks down what I've been a copywriter for a long time, so I'm naturally doing some of this in my in my own brain, but mm-hmm. I didn't know how to systemize it and figure out what exactly, you know, why those sections weren't working and, and what I was doing naturally. So right. it was, I love that kind of stuff where I can break down the processes that are happening. Right, because then we can obviously approach it with that in mind and kind of can make it easier, you know? It's like, all right. Yeah. And so what was great about the objections is, it's it's fun because <laughs> it's almost like getting a heckle in a way, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was funny. We, we, we're we now doing these in Copy Chief. We're calling them objection sessions. And so just like this, if somebody bring a big idea and everybody on the call just starts typing in the comments, all their objections. And it's funny because certain people just feel the need to defend <laughs> the yeah. objection right away. And this is definitely one of those times where you just got to look at the big picture, kind of sit and take it. And because it's really valuable. And one one of the things you do with all these objections is then you sort of pick which ones you think are most relevant and then you incorporate them into the copy. Right. And so that's what Abby's saying is, before and I totally identify with this as a copywriter it's like I I, I feel like this is good because a lot of it's like you're just it is a one-way conversation you know yeah and parts of it feel like oh I'm nailed that part of it and other parts are like yeah I think that works but it doesn't I'm not I'm not buzzing when I read it Right. right and like you're saying like this helped you see all right any part where you weren't having a visceral reaction to it was probably could be replaced by something that came up in the objections. Right. Absolutely. And it was interesting too, because I think especially when we're working number one on our own products, that's a huge thing for me. And even products that we're close to, or we really are sold on. I work a lot on products, almost exclusively on products that I'm just jazzed about. Mm -hmm. And so it's hard to take it and realize exactly you can get a good idea of what your audience is thinking and what your what their objections might be but i think these objection sessions it's amazing because things come up and you're like oh that wasn't an objection i had because i was sold from the beginning but you really start to see the perspective of you know especially like cold buyers that that don't know you so right absolutely yeah that's the whole thing is so much of it was really functional stuff and I think yeah. we tend to think about the persuasion factors more like, you know, okay, I know you're saying that, but what do you, what do you really say? <laughs> you know, right? yeah. But sometimes it's just really functional stuff. And so, you know, they're, they're, you, you sort of choose the best ones, ones you're sure or, you've, you know, you've heard before, they follow a pattern, you address those in the body copy, and then the rest of them go into an FAQ. Yeah. So you're covering everything. So, Abby, I'll put you on the spot a little bit. I know it's been a a few weeks, but do you remember a certain objection that you're like, oh, I got to, this guy needs to go into the body copy right now? Yeah. So I had one that was, it was really interesting because it's a solar powered generator and the objection was really simple. It was, what is a solar powered generator? (laughs) I was like, wow, you know, 
I had actually, with this letter, I'd done a ton of research and I actually sat down with an engineer and they went through all the specs because they sent me over a spec sheet and I didn't know what any of it meant. So I sat down with the engineer and went through it all. And I was like, that's so simple, but so like true. Like most people don't own a solar powered generator or know how it works or why it would work for them. Mm. And so that was something that, although it was kind of defined, if you read the whole sales letter, you'd get a really pretty good idea of of what it did and why, but it was never addressed just, hey, by the way, this is what a solar power generator does and how it works, basic, you know, just the basic explanation for what the heck the product was, was, I was like, wow, I never really did that, so. Yeah, and I remember a lot of them were, sounds difficult, you know, will it make the house look ugly, you know, were, were those sort of more obvious things a little bit lost in the idea of I know a, a lot of the marketing around products like this is being off the grid kind of like getting one over on the man right like, yeah and and so that's a, that's an interesting takeaway is like it's easy to lose the more practical questions that people have and, and go to the meta conversation yeah and one that I really focused on throughout which was important to do was price because it's it's much more expensive than like if you just bought a gas powered generator from Home Depot or something. And so price was at the top of mind while I was writing the sales letter. But it was really interesting to think, wow, before I even think about price, like maybe I should tell people what this thing is, get them to need it before they're even worried about, you know, worried about price. So it was it was interesting because that was in the back of my mind the whole time I was writing. I was like, I have to justify that this is this is worth the price, mm. which I still need to do. But you know, there was a lot of other stuff that I that I missed in the process. Right. Yeah. Really interesting. And so it just goes to show, you know, nobody writes alone. Is what our motto and copy chief. And certainly in Agora offices, you know, this is this was part of the he shared also videos of how they onboard new writers, which are, it's cool because there are few things could be more valuable than seeing how does a company like Agora kind of boot camp their brand new writers. These are folks who have just picked up their life and moved to Baltimore of all places and gotten to <laughs> immerse themselves and work, you know, for Agora. If you, if you want to be a copywriter, it's, you know, it's the greatest thing you could do. And what's cool is he gave some case studies of people who came in and within a couple of years were making like stupid money, right? Yeah. I mean, they, they really pay the writers well. So the fact that you could move to Baltimore, get paid to learn from the best of the best, and then if you become good at it, you can quickly start making, you know, six, seven figures. And by the way, I just want to plug for Joe. The only reason, the only thing Joe wanted for this amazing value he gave to Copy Chief was he wants writers. Yeah. Um, that's all. He's got nothing to sell you except an amazing opportunity of if it's a fit for you, he wants you to reach out to him and talk to him about maybe coming to Baltimore and becoming an Agora financial copywriter, which is incredible. So if you're listening and that excites you, invite you to write me at support at copychief.com and we'll pass on Joe's email address to you. I don't want to just broadcast it here, but he definitely want to hear from you if you think that's something you'd be up for. Yeah. Uh, Abby. Yeah. So what are some ways 
you know, is this something you'll incorporate now? You're, you're kind of at the point where I don't know if you're taking new clients as far as writing sales letters goes, but it's almost like once you do this, it feels like, how could I not do this for every letter I write now? Huh? Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I do occasionally still take on sales letter. I got some other stuff I'm, I'm focusing on, but I'm definitely still, still taking on, you know, uh, clients here and there. And before kind of my blank page, I had this out, rough outline kind of that I followed and it was based on a Clayton Megpiece outline that I use, but it was always just a rough go in the beginning until I got into the groove of it. Now it kind of takes that rough part out. I, I joked on the call that there's a lot less tears and frustration <laughs> than how I can see in my future, but you know, even with the outline, things like, you know, where does the bio of the founder of the company go in the letter, you know, and it, it's that kind of stuff that I was like, okay, should I open with, Hey, I'm Lee Bellinger and this is my story, or should I put it somewhere else? And, and the copyboarding process just, it, it took away so much of that struggle for me where now, even though I keep that outline just because it's from Clayton and it has a lot of really little tips in it, mm-hmm you know, the copyboarding process just is a such easier way to start. And it makes it so the letter is not formulaic. And I think we've all seen, especially from newer copywriters that are still learning, like you can identify the outline, like, oh, that's the outline from Clayton, or that's, <laughs> that, that, that swipe copy is from this letter. or right. And so it really eliminates that, you know, formulaic nature to it. And helps you really know what to plug in where so yeah that's a great point and the other thing it does is forces you to really think critically about the choices you're making in the letter right yeah you know you'll have this list of 10 or 15 objections and i don't know how many we came up with in you know 10 minutes of brainstorming on yours probably 20 or more and but now you have to choose it really it's about choices isn't it like good copywriting you know it's about it's about research having it all in front of you and now you have to choose what goes where yeah and i the when i train copywriters and i've done this for a couple teams one of the things that i say a lot is people are not looking forward to reading your whole sales letter so they're just waiting to find that thing that doesn't apply to them and say oh that's why this product isn't going to work for me so that they can close the page and not spend money like nobody mm-hmm. is looking to spend money on a product usually mm-hmm. and so this copywording process is made for exactly that that you're eliminating that point where they're like oh that's the reason I can't I can't use this product you know you're as you go down through the letter you're you're answering every single one of those objections in the order that they come up so yeah that's a great point. Yeah, it's an important thing to realize. I love Stephen Pressfield's book, right? Nobody wants to read your shit. Right. <laughs> exactly just, right. We just have to know that. And it's like, you know, we all want to feel like the special one where it's like, no, no, wait till people, they're going to they're gonna read this and they're going to thank me. <laughs> yeah. You not only got me to buy, but you really entertained me. It's just not going <laughs> to, sorry, not going to happen. And yeah. if you come from that mindset of, uh, you know, I have, I have to win and hold attention throughout. And that's why it's so brilliant because you're choosing the known objections and you're addressing them as, as you go. And people are just going, wow, it's like they're reading my mind. Yeah, exactly right. So it, it's interesting when I work, work with some of these companies, they always, I'm always, always say, you know, what's the biggest question that you get? like on your live chat on your sales letter or in email during the launch. And, and they'll say, 
everybody always says, will this work for me if, will this work for me if I'm a woman? Will this work for me if I live in the middle of nowhere? Will this work for me if blah, blah, blah? That's always the question. And so you're answering a lot of those through the copyboarding process, which eliminates that, oh, this only works for, mm. you know, 50-year-old men in New York City uh, or whatever. So right. it's really, really a great, amazing process. I was just blown away as I think everybody else was that was on that call. We were all just like, oh, yeah. my God, this is and it's so simple. So That's simple. the other part That's of it. Thing, right? It's like not a complex system that <laughs> takes a lot of like training to understand. It's so intuitive. And like, why weren't we doing this all the time? You know? I know. Yeah. And, and then you go, you feel better because you go, well, it took them years at Agora to come up with it, right? Yeah. So it's not our nature to simplify, unfortunately, I don't think, as copywriters. Right. And that's part of what this does uh, that's so amazing. All right, Abby, really appreciate you coming on, sharing this today. Again, Abby's site is onlifeandwriting.com. Lots of great stuff over there. And if Abby, I'll post up a link to that sales letter in in the show notes here as well, so Perfect. so people can go see. So thank you much, and thanks everybody for listening. Please hop over to copychief.com forward slash ccr to get all the episodes, and you can also learn more about Copy Chief and how to join the waitlist if you're interested in becoming a member. So thanks everybody. See you over there. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening. I hope you dug the show. Come on over to copychief.com. That's where you'll find all the backlog, all the transcribes, all the show notes, and all the free weekly copywriting tips. Copychief.com.